All right, everybody, this is uh, the next episode of How to Be a Texan. This is Kyle, and we get uh, Kevin across the table. Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing? Um, so we're going to talk about uh, how to translate Texan. One thing I've noticed, Kevin, and I'll, I'll get into it in just a bit, but it's how we smush a bunch of words together. It's about efficiency. I think so. It is about efficiency. It's energy consumption, right? Yep, it is. Okay, well, let's get started. Uh, so I wanted to just open up with uh, with an observation, and again, you and I travel for work. Uh, me and me and healthcare, and you in the technology services business. Um, I think I've gone to a little bit more colorful places than you around the country. <laughs> um, and, and some of the observations I've had that Texan is its own um, you know dialect, uh, but uh, my absolute favorite in in the country is South Louisiana. Uh, by far, it's my favorite. Um, you know, but if you go to Minnesota, it's very different. Michigan's very different. And no offense, Michigan and Minnesota friends, it's a little more nasally, and there's a you know factor in there. But uh, and then you go to New York or New Jersey, and and it's a it's a faster pace, but you clearly uh, hear a different accent. And then mm-hmm. and then once you get to to Boston, they just lose the G altogether. And the R. And they instead are, yeah. of car, it's car. Car or, or park the car. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good article that uh, it's actually uh, it's called "Do You Speak Texan?" and um, it was published by the University of Texas at Austin. And there's actually a professor down there. His name's Lars Henrits, and he does research on uh, you know language, ling- linguistics, and you know uh, has done a lot of research into actually Texas language and you know how people in Texas talk and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But one thing I kind of found cool about the article was it kind of explores. Um, Several different aspects that I think tie into kind of your regional discussion here. One was, you know, do does the Texas twang, and you could apply this to even you know your Louisiana or anybody in the South, right? But does having a twang or a Southern accent kind of indicate a lack of education? Mm-hmm. Was one of the things that he kind of explored in his, right. his research. And, right. Uh, you know, I was just kind of curious what your your thoughts are on that. I know you and I both have you know master's degrees, and you know if Yes. Done relatively well, but I'd be the first one when I'm back with, you know, the folks, you know, the Slide accent. Slide right back co- into yeah, it. exactly. That's exactly. It's one, one of those Matthew yeah. McConaughey things, one of his movies. Well, yeah. He's like, I can just slide right back into so it. So I don't think it's necessarily a, a sign of a lack of education, no, quite honestly. No, it's one of these cultural phenomena. But what he found in his research is that people, especially in the South, and he did some studies in Texas, right? So he was down in Austin, obviously. So he actually spent time in a couple of different retail environments just observing actually millennials and kind of mm-hmm. how they interact. And one was coffee shop down <laughs> there. And he watched the baristas. And he said the baristas that were native Texans would tend to turn on and off their accent as they worked. I'll be. You know, and they would say things like, you know, thank you kindly. Okay. You know, maybe an older gentleman would come in and they would kind of slip into a oh. little more southern draw because they could use it to come across as being more friendly. Right. right? Because people perceive the south and, and right. that kind of twang as being friendly. So what is the Texas twang? Uh, well, it, to, to How me... How would you describe it? So to me is... And then you, I'll tell you what this professor says. Oh, good. His research. Good, I'm sure. 
he'll have, you know, and, and I was thinking about that. There's not, I'm sure there's been a lot of study on the dialects itself and, you know, the diphthongs and all this other stuff that you'll get into. <laughs> that it reminds me of 12th grade English with Miss Simpson. But uh, regardless, um, what, what I notice is a bunch of words that are said inappropriately that we've just junked up. And then you smash a lot of words together. I think it's highly appropriate. I guess, but reckon. I don't even. What is reckon? Reckon or reckoning? You know. So I mean, who who knows? We're gonna get into that. Holler at me. Yes. First time I use that because there's a. uh, I guess there's a term that's used up in uh, up in the northeast. Holla with an A. Right. First time I used the term holler in a business situation. The guy was like, oh, man, we say that. Holla. Holla at me. I'm like, no, no, it's different. It's holler. Yeah. No. Like down in the holler? Like I'm going No, holla. Holla is kind of a term, and it, it shows up in uh, hip-hop music and stuff like that. It has yeah. the same meaning. Yeah, I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't either. Yeah, okay. Just uh, you I listen mean, to I'm, Tim McGraw. Those flat, flat-brimmed hats. I can't, <laughs> I can't even do that. I'm an old baseball player, so it's got to be kind of slightly rounded. <laughs> the hip-hop, every time I think of that, it's this flat-brim hat. It looks so stupid. First thing I do when I get a cap is take all the stickers off and bend the crap out of the you brim. Don't, you don't, like, fold it down the center, do you? No, but I, I, I bend it. Oh, well, see, as opposed that, to the flat with the stickers and the price tag hanging off and okay. all that. Oh crap. yeah, yeah, and all the price tag. That's a hip hop thing. Yeah, yeah. pants yeah. hanging down past your bow, honey. Yeah. Well, sometimes that just happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're a belt now. <laughs> okay, so back to the the, the twang. Yeah, so, are you, are you going to talk about the diphthongs? I'll, 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 you just like saying thong, what? don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, what he said, it does have to do with the diphthong and the monophthong is what he says, right? So diphthong is when you take a vowel and you add two syllables to it. Yeah, and you should spell that for our listeners. Monophthong, oh, they can Google it. M-O-N-O, there's a P-H. P-H-T-O-N-G. Yeah. Yeah, monophthong. Never heard of it. That's basically a single syllable vowel, right? So if you take the word pie. Pie? Pie. Pie? Pumpkin pie. Okay, just check it. Now, like how do you say, how would you say pie? I, I would say pie. Right. So that's the northern way to say it. Because I'm over enunciating it for this. Well, you're taking the the ie and you're and you're making it two syllables. So right. that's a diphthong. Okay. The traditional kind of Texas way would be pie. 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 Like one pa. syllable on that ie. All right. Not instead of night. Night. Like oh. good night. Good night. Right. Good night. Man, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> All right. And then we use diphthongs when they should not be diphthongs. Yeah, is that, such as is that the yada? Huh? No, like cat instead of cat. <laughs> cat. <laughs> Face. Who says that? <laughs> now this is just what this guy found in his research of Texas cat. dialect. Cat. How many cats do you have? I got too many right now. <laughs> We got that little kitten over there. Wipe Boy, that, sure is cute. Wipe that smile off your face. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never really talked that, but this is what this guy says he's found. It's like uh, a cute girl kind of way to speak. <clears throat> Maybe it is. A cute face. Maybe it is more of a female thing. Well, they don't say that to me, but I'm well, just saying. Yeah. Cat. Cat. I say cat. You got a bobcat? 
<laughs> I don't say it that way either. <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> you say that. But anyway, the bottom line is his his thesis is that you know we use uh, when it should be a, um, when it should be multiple syllables, we turn it into one. When it should be one, we turn it into two. Right. And the kind of the, the combination of all that crap ends up being the Texas twang. So. Fair enough. <clears throat> and then the next one was, you know, are Texans losing their twang? And I think we talked about that already a little bit. Yeah. You know, being so able to turn it on and off as needed based on social situations. Yeah, and but I'd be curious about the generations. If, if you and I are in the middle and we got the old timers who we love listening to because they are as Texas as they get, but then our kids are, our kids sound just like us, right? You know, one of the most disappointing things raising my children was one day when I talked on a previous episode about how our, uh, our neighbors over in Flower Mound during their formative years were from all different places. Right. right. One day, one of my children asked for a pop to drink. That w- That is kind of Texas blasphemy right it there. It is. Texas pop. You know, I was like, what, what are you talking about? A pop in the butt? That yeah. Crazy. I'll give you a pop in the butt. I don't know, Andrew. It might have been. Uh, it was either you or Aaron. I think it might have been Aaron. Oh, he asked for a Coke. Yeah, I was like, well, it's called a Coke. And like, well, no, a Coke is a certain... I'm like, no, they're all Cokes. Unless then, it's like a sodi pop. That's old-timey. No, that's not That's not Texas. No, nah, I don't know. It was always a Coke. Nuclear power plants. Oh, nuclear. Yeah, they're W. Now that's a that's that's a good one. No, that's that's legit. When you hear W say nuclear, <laughs> that's legit. He he means it. Search for Jimmy Ferris from Spur, Texas, and this guy tells a story. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. He tells a story about you know back in the day he had a and I'm glad, know, fr- I'm glad you cut it off at the end. He cusses like a sailor. Oh, at the he end. does. Yeah, but a friend of a friend. Ask for some dynamite, so he gives him some dynamite, and um, they end up blowing up a septic system, and it just blows crap all over the all over the neighborhood <laughs> and all inside the house. Because it was funny. it blows up out of the sink, it blows the toilet off, and halfway down the hall, and oh, yeah. the police get involved and all this stuff. So anyway, yeah, watch the whole thing because the story is funny. But well, let's the, give it let's give it a listen. This well, is funny. What I what I would like to do is rather than listen to the whole thing is um, maybe listen to a couple of selected clips where he's using some phrases that I think we can, you know, talk about. So anyway, this is Jimmy Ferris. He's got this big old long pole and he gets all his dynamite and he bottles it up down on the end of that and gets some bailing wire. And I said, wait a minute, you can't do that. So Balenoir. Yeah, so I heard kind of three Texasisms in that. <laughs> big ol'. Yeah, yeah. How would you define big ol'? Well, that's a, yeah, it's it's something big, I, but you want I got a big old truck out there. Yeah, you just want to give it some emphasis, like it's got a little bit, it's a little larger it's than like, life. It's huge. Right. Yeah. But it's like decently. Yeah, but it's not old. It's not gargantuan. But it's big, but it's got character to it. So yeah. big old. But it's not old. So old is just kind of thrown in there. As I a guess. Big old. I guess. Big old truck out there. All right. I just like the barbed wire. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said Balin War. Oh, okay. Yeah. So War, W A I R. Sounds like W A R, War. War. Yeah. 
But then there's Bob wire too, which growing up, that's literally what I called barbed that's wire. That's what I called it too. I didn't B-O-B, really Bob wire. Yeah, I didn't really even know how to spell it. Yeah, there's an until R I went to there. school and we're like, wait, what's an R in this Bob wire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Bob wire is spelled B A R B W I R E? That don't make no sense. Well, I just I just enjoy hearing this guy because this guy doesn't give a flip about his accent. He's matter of fact, he's kind of hamming it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the other one he uses at the end is can't. Can't. Yeah. Wait a minute, you can't do that. <laughs> Instead of can't, can't. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. I remember using that one a lot. And it was raining down everywhere. Did you hear that one? raining down everywhere 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 this is at the point of the story after they've blown up the septic and yeah. he's talking about and the crap, crap coming down raining yeah. down everywhere yeah. everywhere everywhere yeah and put a cap in it tie it on there and stick it down in there and set that off put a cap in it well, he, tie it on there stick he, it down in there so i told him to go on and so he wound up he put all these sticks on that damn pole, and he wired it, bailing wire. Me and old Bill, my buddy, we stood there and watched him. See, you need subtitles for that entire <laughs> exchange. I, I mean, really? I've lived here my whole life, and I barely understood anything he said. Are you kidding? No, no I'm not kidding. All right, listen again. Listen, listen close. So I told him to go on, and so he wound up, he put... All these sticks on that damn pole, and he wired it, bailing wire. Me and old Bill, my buddy, we stood there and watched him. Okay, I got maybe half of it. He wound up putting all them sticks on that pole. Him and his buddy, Bill, stood there and watched it. Yeah. So they're putting these dynamite sticks on the end of this long pole, and they're going to shove it down into the bottom of the septic system Right. to try to crack the bottom. So that the the liquid would leak into the soil, so he wouldn't have to pump it anymore. But wound up is the one that stood out to me. Did you ever say that? Wound up? Oh yeah, I still say that. Instead of ended up. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I still say that. Yeah, no, we wound up getting lost while we were going to the football game. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a shame. So anyway, those are some selected highlights from Jimmy Ferris, Spur, Texas. I don't know when that was recorded. About a hundred years ago. I don't know. And there's several different, it's all over. If you search for that, you'll find it. Uh, several different people have posted it on YouTube. So I don't know oh, where really? it came from. I tried to look him up, Wikipedia, see if he was a famous comedian or something, but I can't find he, anything. He's no famous comedian. He could have been. I'm telling you, that dude's got a potty mouth. <laughs> and my dad used to do that. When he'd get around his buddies, he'd kind of potty mouth it up a little bit. On the way home, I'd be like, Dad, why are you all <laughs> using that, you know? I don't know. What's that? <laughs> Look at that bird. Count those cars on that train. You know, he'd say something like that. Get me distracted. So another one I found was uh, apparently the County Line barbecue restaurant down in Austin has audio that they play in the bathroom, no, which is, is my, just a... This is my favorite because I like, I like the lady saying it. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you got any of that, but the lady says it in normal English. I didn't get that because I was hoping you could translate some of this stuff. Well, I can because she's got one. And I, don't, I don't know if you have it or not, but she's like, the number between 49 and 51. <laughs> 50. <laughs> 50. 50. Yeah. Or, or, or the number between six and eight. Seven. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Well, here's one. It's this old dude. I don't know. But here, here's, here's one from that county line thing. Backer. 
Grandma was so drunk, she was walking backwards. <laughs> backwards. Grandma. Well, how would Grandma be that drunk? I don't know. Grandma had a rough life back then. She got run over by a reindeer or something and had to go backwards. She's walking, so she was drunk. She's walking backwards. So that o- that I obviously don't. means backwards. I don't say backwards. Backwards. I don't say that. Well, maybe you should. I don't think so. Cut on. No. Cut on the oven so we cut some biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. Cut on. He's saying that means uh, turn on. Yeah. Now, I never used it for turn on, but... No, but turn I, off. I did cut off. Uh, I go go cut off the air conditioner. You're wasting you really our electricity. Yeah. Today in 2018. You'd no, say no, no. That. I was saying growing up. I, yeah, I heard that a lot. Never I, cut on, but cut off. I, I heard a lot. I will tell you, I do like biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> cut on the oven so we can bake some biscuits. Yeah. Directly. Mama said to come home directly after school. Yeah. Now directly. That, I'm telling you, if you go out to West Texas today and you ask somebody to say that word, they'll say it exactly oh, like that. Oh, I know. Now, East Texas, I don't think so. But West Texas, I guarantee <laughs> you go to Amarillo and you say directly, they'll be like, Direct directly. means soon or immediately or fast or right. yeah, just directly. Yeah. Now, did you ever say this one? Fair to Midland. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling just about fair to Midland. No, I still say that. Yeah, fair to Midland. I have no idea why. I'm not going to Midland. I've been there. I yeah, like Midland, it but it just know. means like you're you're doing just fine. Well, you're you're you not get... good. You're not doing great. You're not doing bad. You're just kind of fair. No, I... And then just to Midland. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. I... Isn't it? That's some good supper, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so so I do say that. But then the question is, supper. Now, if somebody asks you to come to supper, what time would you show up? Four or twelve. No, supper was never at noon. So you could you call supper dinner or dinner lunch? Dinner used to be lunch. So when I was growing up, we had breakfast, dinner, and supper. Huh. Those were the three meals. Did you call lunch lunch or did you call lunch dinner? Well, we just called it lunch. Yeah. We didn't call it dinner. We, uh, I started out calling dinner, and then I had a transformation at some point. <laughs> another. I sure am thirsty. I believe I'll have another. Northern. Another. Northern. So it's another. Another one. Another one. Northern. All right. Plum. What? I've plum had it with that old rascal. Oh, no, I do. I do like that. I've plum had it. I don't know about that rascal. That just means exactly or absolute or, yeah. you know, I'm plum done with I'm this full. podcast. I'm full of... Our listeners are plumb done with us uh, at this I'd point in this so. episode. It's going backwards. Reckon. I reckon it's about supper time. Yeah. Yeah. Again. I reckon it's about supper so, time. I so reckon I'll have another. Even though you say we don't say howdy all the time. Now, Big Tex, now he still says howdy. Well, you know, there's something funny but, about but Big Tex. But that's because he's like a, uh, a cartoon version of it. Texan. I know it, but I think I've always kind of creeped Howdy, out. Howdy, folks. Welcome no, to the no, State I think, Fair. I Texas. think he's good. No, he doesn't say it that way. I've always <laughs> thought he's kind of stroking out there in the middle of his sentence. He's like, Howdy, folks. Well, welcome to the State Fair. Texas. Does he still do that? Yeah, he kind of pauses in there like he's having a little mini stroke. <laughs> anyway, so Howdy and y'all, I mean, those are kind of everybody talks about that. So I thought we would drill a little. 
Yeah. Be a little more nuanced with our no, analysis. No, I know, but here, we but just we we blew right past the howdy we did. part. We did. And the howdy is I don't see that. I see the y'all all the time. Y'all all the time. Y'all yeah. is I think even becoming an American standard. Americana. <laughs> if it's in Webster's. Yeah. Yeah. But right. yeah, howdy, that's old school. Right. That's old school. Right. So but reckon I do say that. So. Oh yeah. All right, I reckon we'll get moving here. Tom. Mama got aggravated when I thumped that bowl over. <laughs> Tumped. I, I love that word. That's another one growing up. It's I guess it's a combination of tip and dump. Tump. I guess, but it's it's by that's I think that's my favorite Texas word, tump. 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 Nobody really understands it. Well, I expect that some folks do. Well, I know I do. So expect, I have a suspicion or I suspect. Right? Bet. I yeah. expect it's going to rain later on. I expect yeah. it's going to rain later on. That's that's old school. Nobody says that anymore. <laughs> now, this next one, somebody actually wrote this word and this spelling on my Facebook page one time. Scared. I ain't scared. I saw that water moccasin and I got scared. Scared. <laughs> well, if you hear the way, okay, if you listen to him, he's doing that uh, that double Instead of the diphthong, yeah. Instead of it being a monophthong, he's he's doing a diphthong, right? Oh. So listen to that. Instead of scared, it's scared. Scared. I ain't scared. Like, scared. Like you got a pretty face. Scared. <laughs> pretty. Pretty. Pretty's a good one. P u r d y. Yeah. Pretty. What about tinkle? Oh Did you ever Lord. use the why term are, tinkle? Why are we talking about going to the bathroom? <laughs> You got to go to the bathroom? We can take a little break. <laughs> no, no. That is, I got to say, that's a girl thing. Tinkle? Or a kid thing. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd, so, too. That's I'd a kid thing. i tell my kids to go tinkle or whatever. And then I had those twins, and they'd cross streams and all that. Oh, my gosh. That was awful. <laughs> Andrew and Aaron used to do that. Oh, yeah. Cross streams and then end up getting pee on each wall and none in the toilet. Oh, that's not that's not good. <laughs> At least my guys would go outside. I'd say, guys, go outside and drop your doors and whatever. And then they'd just laugh and muck it up and cross streams. So I made the mistake of teaching Aaron early on to do that. Oh. Just, you know, if you got to go and we're outside, just just go. Right. You know? two, two situations where he did it completely inappropriately. One was at Andrew's fourth birthday party. Kendra, which birthday party was it that this happened I think it was Andrew's fourth. Mm. You've been to our place in Flower Mound. Yeah. We had that big thing oh, yeah. back on the bike trail. We had all of the neighbors over, all friends out there. Right. So Andrew was like four, Aaron was two. No, it might have been Andrew's fifth. It's probably more the fifth and Aaron's three. And we're back there, backyard full of people, you know, jump house, all this stuff. Look, And Aaron's right in the center and just drops his drawers and just starts. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, you know, okay. he's trying to see how far he can go. Oh, <laughs> I, see, I'm I'm uh, accommodating. Kendra that was if mortified. Uh, if you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta go. go. But you know, we we had quite a few neighbors back there. The other one was first time we took them to the beach was in Destin, Florida, and I remember I remember the conversation with Aaron. He's like, "Dad, what if I gotta go to the bathroom while we're out on the beach?" So we'll just go in the ocean. Same thing. His idea of going to the ocean was standing on the side. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped to the ground, and he was probably you know. I don't know, four maybe, uh-huh. three, four, and just, oh, I mean, okay. you had this big arc of pee right out oh, over the okay. As opposed over to the get brick. in the water. 
so nobody yeah. sees all your stuff. So he had the tinkle. So we kind of went through some vocabulary there. Now, what about phrases? Yeah. No, what like, about phrases? I think some of them are funny, but you wouldn't have a clue. Just like fair to Midland, I think that's one of those phrases that I still, I, I, I still don't have any idea what the origin is of it. But my, some of these are good. My dad used to say one all the time. He'd say, nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. pitching a hissy fit? Well, I've seen people do this. I even see people now at work do that kind of thing. It's just so silly, pitching a hissy fit. Now, see, they, they do. They do. They do it, but they don't use that phrase, do they? Oh, I do. I'm like, you're pitching a hissy fit. It's ridiculous. Or next, I'm going to tan your hide. Tan your hide. Yeah, now I I would never say that. I'd get sent to HR, and I don't want to do that. So nobody's going to tan anybody's hide. Well, if that means tan your hide means I'm going to spank you. You know, that's that's what that means. Yep, I used to hear that a lot growing up. Oh, my gosh. I I got my hide tanned quite a bit. I got it tanned some. Growing up. Yeah. Yeah. By the belt. Oh, yeah. That wasn't good. I would I would get in trouble, and my mother, and when it was bad, she would she would send me to my room and say, "You wait till your daddy gets home." And then he would come in. Of course, he didn't know anything. And now that I'm a dad, I'm an old fart dad. I come home and I get that too. You know, oh, they they're really in trouble when I get there. I'm tired from work and all this other drama that I have to deal with throughout life. I don't want to come home and like engage immediately and be in the anyway. Yeah. But Dad had to do that, and he had a he'd grab a belt and I do this boy, but bend over, you know that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I uh, got in a fight at school. I think it was seventh grade. I got in a fight mm. in the cafeteria. It was with a friend of friend of mine, actually. Oh, well, both of my parents were working. This was before the days of cell phones and before the days where schools really gave a crap. They were right. just like, get out of here and go home. Yeah, they didn't, had to figure it out. So anyway. I ended up calling a neighbor. Neighbor picks me up, brings me home. I didn't want to call my parents. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my mom gets home a couple hours before my dad, and she's like, why are, you, why are you home? You should be at school. And I told her the whole thing, and she gave me that. Well, you just wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> yeah. You just wait. That's a bad feeling. You just wait. So anyway, I sat in there for a couple hours just, you know. I remember that I was that nervous feeling. as a long-tailed cat at the roof full yes. of rocking chairs. And so, you must have been more self-aware than the cat, I was. so I said, but that's a bad feeling. So my dad finally gets home. I mean, I hear the car door shut. I'm, you know, crapping oh, yeah. in my pants. And, you know, dad walks in the room. He's like, mom said you got in a fight. Mm. I said, yeah. He said, did you win? I said, yeah. And he said, okay. And then he just left. <laughs> See, I believe that's probably the way I'd approach it nowadays. What about full as a tick? You ever use that one? Yeah, but it creeps me out. I hate ticks so bad. But yeah, no, no. We, I still hear that a lot, and, and I don't think I use it just because I hate ticks. All right. What about this one? He just fell off the turnip truck. Yeah. Did you ever think. use that one? No, but I, I heard really it a either. lot, and I, I think I was described, <laughs> I I was described that way quite a bit. <laughs> Especially my dad would say that. In other words, he uh, implied my unsophistication. That, that boy just fell off the turnip truck. Yeah, he ain't quite, unsophisticated. He ain't quite right. What about slow as molasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still use that. What about uh, don't have a pot to pee in? No, never carried a pot around. So you never heard that expression? Well, yeah. That just meant people. Somebody was poor. You're, yeah, just Some dirt people's poor. dirt poor. They don't, yeah. they don't even have a pot to pee in. Don't have a, yeah, no. You don't hear that anymore. No. No. What about sweating like a pig? Oh, yeah, I still use that. Well, in Texas, it's 
stinking hot down here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I do say this. I don't trust you any further than I can throw you. Yeah, I do that There's a too. lot of people I think that about, but and and I whether I articulate that or not, but I don't I don't trust you any further than I can throw you. I I still say that. Ain't my first rodeo. I oh throw that gosh. one in quite a bit. That's a I hear that in business and it drives me crazy. <laughs> I had this old old timey hospital CEO and I was going in to help him do something. He's like, you know, boy. First of all, I was forty something. <laughs> boy, you know, boy, this ain't my first rodeo. I'm like, and it was. It well, was the first you... time he'd ever done something like that. We were smashing these hospitals together, and I'd been doing it anyway. Did you follow up with the next one on the list here? Well, but you're uglier than sin. <laughs> I could have. <laughs> He's not an attractive man. Uglier than sin. What yeah. does that mean? I doesn't mean anything. Real, but you hear it. Well, okay. sin is probably the ugly. I mean, if you're uglier than sin, yeah. If we got theological, pretty, on it, sin pretty, is pretty ugly. Yeah, it's a bad, bad deal there. Now, this one as all get out. Yeah, I still say that. I do too. Yeah. That can be added to any phrase. As all get out, but Just who to, even as all get out? So, if you're from New York and you're listening to this, what in the world does that even mean? It, and so, and, and, and give me an example. Can you think of an example as all get out? Yeah, I mean. Um, you know, that uh, I'm hungry as all get out. Yeah. What you can it? just add it on just as a it's way of... It's a generic term like make it dude. A, like extreme. Or okay. I'm, I'm extremely hungry. I'm hungry okay. as all get out. I'm kicking it to the next level. Yeah. You're stupid as all get out. You're dumber than yeah. a box of rocks. Yeah. yeah. Stupid as all get out. So see, that's a conversation right there. But I, just, can't, I can't explain that as a conversation. <laughs> just, no, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm saying... You could use all these generic Texas terms and and never, you know, the content of it is actually pretty pretty limited. Yeah, but so, I I can't explain. I haven't researched that one enough to even know where that comes from. As all get as out. all get out. Yeah, no, that one, that one is really popular still. Now this the next one I like is bark is bigger than his bite. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we still hear that, but I don't even know if that's a Texas thing. I think we we can hear that across the south. That's true. Yeah. Well, I think that's true for a lot of these. I heard this, it in South Louisiana. It was just said in a different dialect, and I needed subtitles. Bark is bigger than his bite, all hat, no cattle, and too big for his britches. Those all kind of fall into a category of yeah. describing someone as you know, being cocky, son yeah. of a gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Now, this one is true. If you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty true. That's one of the weird dynamics. At some point, we'll talk about Texas weather, but... Uh, it is. It is dynamic and changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This last one I used a lot. I still use growing it. Growing up. I still use it. Do what? Do what? Do what? Yeah. <laughs> Do what? Yeah. Now, my, my Cajun friends, they, they use the who dat. We, <laughs> we use the do what, and they use the who dat. Who dat? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Who dat? Do what? Yeah. Do what? <laughs> I still use that. So there you go, right? So that's a good uh, primer on speaking Texas, all the terminology to get you started, and then a bunch of canned phrases that you can string together. Yeah, and if you're going to come live here, you probably need to listen to this about 10 times because uh, to to translate the Texas language, you need to understand some of the attain your hide and number the box of rocks and slow the molasses. Do what? You ought to go, you know. (laughs) Meet my buddy down at the Texaco, you know. Have a Coke. Bail Noir. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff. That's just Texas slang. 
So, yeah. So, hey, thanks for listening today. Uh, uh, we appreciate you hearing us out on uh, how to translate the Texas language and some of these fun phrases and words that we use. And some of them we don't use anymore. Um, but, boy, they are a fun part of the Texas history. So, um, again, thanks for uh, listening. Please uh, subscribe to our podcast uh, and uh, give us some reviews. And so we'll see you all soon. All right. Adios. I'm thirsty. I want another one.